Club. Podcast. Austin. Culture. Club. <laughs> Welcome to the Austin Culture Club Podcast. Um, today, Julian does not have a microphone, so if you hear him yelling in the background, it's just the way it goes. Um, me and Mary today hosting. Keegan is working, so we lost her to the flood. Um, Sad Joey, the soup neck, is not here either. He's hosting a comedy night that is probably being very, maybe possibly racist or sexist at this point right now in the whole shit. Um, Transphobic, for sure. Our, our guest today is... <laughs> Joseph Gomez, fancy, fancy Austin, Latino, Mexicano, fusion. There's no fusion. You're just saying words. Oh, my bad. I was like, well, I know as a time when he was kind of wanting to work on a Mexican-Filipino kind of menu. Yeah. That was a while back. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure if he's ever going to bring in some of that to his place. You never know. I don't doubt him ever. Well, he has a be. really nice gluten-free bread recipe, I hear. <laughs> um, I buy his Christmas cookies every year <laughs> when they come out. By the way, my mom and my stepdad bought your cookies last year. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> They're so and good. They were oh, yeah. No, yeah. The... We love the Christmas cookies. Yes. So welcome to the podcast, Joseph. Um, we've known you, I, I want to say, for over 10 years at least. Yeah, 2011. Oh, man. Because we knew him when Cenote opened, and Cenote is almost 11 years now. Um, donkey cookies. Oh, those are so beautiful. I still miss I, those. It was, they were pinatas. Um, they were like little pinatas, yeah. They were so cute. Never, I will never forget them. They were them. very cute. Me, him, and Joey all worked together at a chain restaurant a hundred years ago. Yep. Long, Cheesecake long Factory. time ago. And um, yeah, it's been a good time. It's good seeing the, the road. You know, it's it's always rocky, but we keep on moving forward. You yeah. know. But um, so you were at the Austin Food and Wine Festival. Uh, yeah, I was there last weekend. And last year you were also part of it, weren't you? Yeah, I was. All right. Both years. What's it like being fancy? <laughs> There's nothing sitting, fancy about were it. Were you sitting there saying, I was sweating. I don't think that Merlot was going to go well with, with this taco. Or <laughs> you saying stuff like Merlot that. Merlot and tacos, I don't, that shouldn't be a thing. Man, this is not going to happen. Please go get yourself this Rioja. Go get a beer. Go get a Modelo. I don't know. They have beer at the Food they and Wine it. Festival. They won't let me in, so I'm not sure what's they going on. <laughs> you they should be there, Ruben. Too fancy. I support it. I was like, where's the brunch buffet, homie? Where's the breakfast buffet? He's like, well. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was uh, It was interesting. Was it, I mean, obviously, it's crowded. a lot of stuff yeah, going it's, on. it's like really packed. A lot of people, for sure. A lot of first-timers there at your... Uh, yeah, we had some first timer well, like first people trying our food for the first time, yeah. Yeah. We had some uh some familiar faces for sure. Did you how do you, when you walk away from something like that, are you just kinda like or just is this kinda like this is kind of fulfilling, you know, to be kinda doing this kind of stuff? Because um, that's a, I mean, because you've been working in restaurants for a hundred years and this Yeah, literally for a hundred years. <laughs> and like But yeah, I'm serious. Like you put in that much yeah, work, you know, it's like five years old. Yep. Been working for 100 years in restaurants, so ever since I was 25, 
But um, <clears throat> yeah, so no, it's exhausting. Um, when you when you prep all day, every day for the Japan, you can make like really heavy portions. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, pretty short staff. Last you year also was worse, but oh yeah, um, I, you don't want to like run out of food, but you also don't want to make too much food, and then it's like a. <laughs> yeah. You do really run out of food. <laughs> You want you want to go home, you know, but no, it was it was fun this year. I met some some cool people, um, some interesting characters, and uh, yeah, I had some a lot of help this time. I had like more than just one hand. Um, a friend of mine came from Dallas, who's uh, a chef over there. She does bread and pastry, super awesome. She came to stay with us, and even Rochelle helped out. Okay, good. And, uh, a friend of yeah. mine, two two other friends of mine helped out as well. You never need help, bro. You just yell at me and Joe. We we put on the capes, brother. We show up. So I'm down for that. Man. You know what? Always need, always need the hands. We're always gonna make a scene either way. You know. <laughs> Y'all gotta wear the white outfits, though. <laughs> Definitely, it's all we want to do. You know that. <laughs> I, do, you, do you think Joey would be down to help? Yeah, and here's the thing about Joey that's really interesting. Um, Joey, can we use your hands sometimes? Joseph Patton used to be the co-host of this podcast, really good friend of ours still to this day. Like, he was doing a lot of, like, catering, like, at weddings and stuff, like, bartending, you know, serving and that kind of stuff for a while there. And, like, he doesn't do it at all anymore. Because that's why he started dehydrating, because he was doing that on, like, Saturdays and Sundays, you know? And then, like, dehydrating during the week. But now I don't see, he's not really picking up as many gigs as he used to. I'm he's not sure if he's just lazy or he's just He's lazy. focusing on his art. He's focusing on his art. He's dehydrating. What yeah. do you think his favorite fruit is to dehydrate? <laughs> if Joey could pick a fruit. Oh, man, this is a good one right here. I, I want to have to say, like, they do, like, those um lavender flowers, you know what I'm talking about? They get real fancy with that. He's, I can see him specializing in that, you know, this, like, artistic. All right, so... The last few podcasts, we haven't really stuck to our script, so we're going to try to stick to our script a little bit and start off with topics, and then we'll go into the interview. If anything you've seen, topics you want to talk about, jump in, and don't worry, because we're not really that serious about you know, our topics either. So I feel like Mary was mad at us because we went off topic every week this week. or so. I'm, not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to get some topics in. Um, Austin Culture Club, obviously, it was a big week in Austin. Um, East Austin Studio Tour, um, I think one of the best festivals of this time. You know, next week is again East Austin Studio Tour. Oh, this week is this? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's three weeks. It's, it's the, the la next week's the last week, and it's going to be a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of parties and celebrations on the east side, obviously. The event I was thinking I did at the cathedral was part of that. Okay. So doing tacos outside oh. on the weekend. We Could might do it this weekend. I'm not too sure. I'm waiting on replies. The official words. Trying to figure it out. I haven't been to the cathedral. I've heard nice things, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. Old church or something, yeah. right? You know, when they gentrify, they don't just take our homes full. They take our churches. They take, oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it is true though. <laughs> oh, is it? I did not know that. Oh, excellent. I I know they do like an event like once a month or something, and it costs like I don't know what it like a little bit of money, art, food, open bar. <laughs> we like that. So, Mary, do you want to start with topics? 
Um, I, I didn't. Um, why don't you go first? We got the runoff. <laughs> we got the runoff. We got the big runoff. December 14th, um, the city of Austin is doing a runoff for the mayor. Also, three of the city council spots, if I'm correct, three, five, and nine. Districts three, five, and nine are all going up for runoffs. Um, obviously, on the east side, it's important because obviously District three is going to be an interesting one. Uh, Velasquez was the favorite, also picked by the Chronicle, but Daniela Silva come out of nowhere, the dark horse. Some say she's more progressive, or at least my insider in politics, Jake, said that. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe we got to look into Daniela Silva and see what she does. Um, also, I was talking to another person who said that the problem with runoffs, the person who usually wins the first election, like Lo- as the leader, loses. He loses, which is a very interesting point. I'm not sure if like because people get panicked and come and vote. Or like for example, I think the, people don't vote in runoffs. Yeah, but like the third party, like the third person with the Republican lady right. from there. So a lot of people think that her votes instead of going to her, obviously, are all going to go to Watson possibly against because Cecilia is obviously the most the more progressive candidate. So we shall see. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, obviously, the city of Austin. You know all the propositions passed, affordable housing the Austin Independent School District and ACC, very important. But, I mean, how do you make a town more affordable? Especially in a town with real estate where everything is about pushing the dollar, you know? Companies buying up a lot of properties, too, doesn't help. Oh, I know. Well, Facebook lost all that money, so now they're not going to move their offices here. They're just going to sublease it. Can I just say that I... If we can roll the tape, I called that this was going to happen. Because they were, remember, they're going to be in that, that Texas's tallest building. And I was like, I don't think we need that much office space. And now, like, they no one works in offices anymore. They actually oh. announced a new tallest building. I saw that too. Which is funny because I think they, yeah, I feel like every month the next building is the tallest building. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, just like adding one story yeah, on. We're over here on Rainy Street at 78. Oh, we're going to bring over here on 5th and Trinity with 80. Like, somebody's <laughs> going to show up. We're going to throw a little bit of a house on top of that, cousin. Like, the house from up. It's going to be real nice. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, the new tallest, strongest, fastest building. The most dangerous building in Austin. That's what I want to see, something more crazy like that. Yeah. yeah. You get in the elevator, and it's like, ah! Like a, one of those cartoons, you know what I mean? Where everyone's getting screwed. Oh, all that glass was falling. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they used the glue that it, they didn't realize 185 it, degrees every day. It melts in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> all we got is the sun. Make it the most dangerous building. The most dangerous building. Well, I guess the, the most haunted building is the hotel downtown. The Driscoll. I want to say the most dangerous building... There's a more haunted building? More? Spiros. Spiros is pandemic. Um, There was some building hiring for like chefs or something. I have to have to look look at that. Man, there's some crazy stuff in a lot of these buildings here in Austin. Nobody knows the secrets. The secrets of Austin. 
Uh, I love it. I love it. Sinkholes. Um, Elon Musk's company, the boring company, because they bore you with their board. Um, talking about building a tunnel under Austin. I think didn't they already say that they can't do it? No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it got shut down. I think they can't. They can't do it anyway because, because like, I think the aquifer, the water, like the limestone. Yeah, it's like shale. You can't. I don't know. It's like some basic research before you just come out and be like, "I'm building a tunnel." I'm not really sure if they can even do it downtown Austin because I mean, I'm not. I don't even know the the true. What are they trying to do? See, now you're imagining that they're actually going to do Project Connect is one of the worst ideas ever. So was was Elon Musk behind the bullet train in, in California that never got made? Or is He's that someone else? I think he was part of that, wasn't he? Because I was... Well, they were supposed I, to do a, a tunnel from L.A. to Vegas. Remember that? He's actually really good at just throwing ideas out there and getting. No, they money. never happen though. I so I, I, I rewatched Baskets when I had COVID, and the the, the, the last season is all about the bullet train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because remember they're supposed to do like a, a L.A. to Las Vegas tunnel where your car just clicks in and it hauls ass. That sounds awesome. I mean, I I but love the idea happened. of it. Yeah, that's why everybody went crazy for Elon. I think in the beginning. Which I think is funny because now he's like trying to pander to like the red states, but they don't drive electric cars. I know a lot of hicks. I know a lot of small towners that vote for Trump. They don't drive. They're driving big Ford 350 whatever duallys, you know. They don't want no electric truck. Yeah, but the, the young libertarians. Electric cars are the solution. I'm wondering myself. Oh, well, that's not going to happen in Texas. I mean, so I think that's what Public transportation for sure. I like the idea of like certain major cities have gone like the bus is always free. You know, if they're going to electrify all the buses where it doesn't, you know, gasoline, then we should just not be charging a dollar fifty for every fucking transfer here in the city of Austin. But that's just me. I like Old timey. Old. I mean, that's kind of. Have you been on the train? Have you? Do you pay when you go on the train? I have never paid to go on the train. But I have been on the train. So what I learned is that you you just get it ready. And then if they don't come around, then you just don't pay. Yeah. They'll have someone checking every once in a while. Especially like big events, you know. ACL. I'm actually going to Q2 Saturday, so... I'll probably actually the train's not running this weekend. I'm forced to do something crazy like drive. Park at park at my mom's house. Yeah. Park at Sunless Lake. I thought that I didn't want to say that a lot. Yeah. Just gonna try and Ruben. That last time I came to see you, I didn't know there was a soccer game, and I started driving over there, and I saw some people in their green, and I was like, "Fuck." Verdict. It gets so 
insane on, on game days and home games. They love it. The Verde like, people, they love have it. I to uh, minimize my menu to like a smaller menu. To oh, I bet. Because we get like a long They get line. crazy. Yeah, it gets nuts sometimes. And they're ordering like probably 20 tacos at once, you know, for sometimes their whole gang of. Yeah. Biggest order I've had at once was, I think, like, 40-something tacos. Someone came in the game like, okay, I need this many tacos for this amount of money. Didn't give you any notice? No. I mean, you could say no. It's hard to say no to that, though. It's yeah. always hard to say no. You know, got to pay the bill. Got to crank it out, man. So weird. But make it happen. Yeah. Also, right now here in the city of Austin, the Creek Show... Creek show, Creek show. You literally live right next to it. Was it good? You familiar with the Creek show? Was it actually on Dia de Muertos or was it like on Halloween? Well, so here it is. They had a thing at the park. Yeah, they had like um. I think the Grupo Fantasma was a headliner, and they had, like, you know, a whole bunch of different bands, dancers, um, food trucks, obviously, all that kind of stuff. But, like, um, this week is the, the Creek Show, Light Show, and each night has, like, different things going on. They got different band plays every night, DJ. What bands? Um, Grupo Fantasma actually opened the Creek Show. Um, Sir Cleopatra played one night, I think Monday night. Um, good, there's one, I think it, it got canceled Friday too. Yeah. So the Creek show is free. It just got really be. bad deja vu. We do like free. Cause we're cheap. And, um, yeah. Ninth street to the Waterloo park. You know, I was, I was gonna, I've been trying to get you girl. <laughs> you haven't asked me anything. I li- I sent you the link and I said when are we going. You send me a lot of links. To be fair, like I got a lot of, I have a lot of friend homework with you. As this is a parenting thing, I was like Creek Show. We can go on Saturday, or should we go on a weeknight? I don't know. Um, Probably the amateurs will be there if we go there on Saturday. I feel like it's gonna be busy no matter what, just because people are. Wanting to do it's only well next week because there's no it's school. Free, but you got RSVP. There's a six o'clock and then there's like an eight thirty. You know, six has like more kid friendly stuff. The eight thirties, I think there's beer, all of it. You know, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so I figure that we can just drag our children. I was talking to Zach about it too on Sunday, but he was kind of drunk, so I don't really know. Well. Um, our new Zach, that old Zach. He just got out of jail. He was in the slammer. So get this. He went to Colorado like three years ago, right? And he comes back and he brings some stuff. Yeah, you bring stuff. Why not? You know those little West Texas towns, they live on that stuff. They pulled him over. He got the ticket. Now you got to, but he ignored it. So like it went warrant. You know, you, you can't ignore them small towns. They, they they care out there, out there in the Wild West, you know. Marijuana will never be legal, cousin. They'll never decriminalize it out there, cousin. 
Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. They're so cheesy, yeah. It's, I mean, that's, what they, that's how those little towns do. I guarantee you that police force, like, their budget is, like, almost 20% based on, like, just tickets that they give people. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, I don't even want to say the amount of people we know that live in Austin that go to either Colorado or now a lot of people are going to New Mexico. Because, uh, you know, just, um, yes, live their lives. Didn't Colorado um, recently pass, I think, the mushrooms? Mushrooms. Yeah. Yep, we got to make another Colorado trip. Psilocybin. I just need to go to Colorado, period. I've never been. What? I know. You've been, been working. around Mexico, but to me, it doesn't count. We actually went to Colorado. California, Nevada. Soup neck, me, Mary, the old gang. Miami. Miami. Miami's like a fancier San Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) The girls are prettier in Miami. Well, duh. It's a very conservative San Antonio. I want to say this right now. If you know what you like in San Antonio, then you know what you like in San Antonio. (laughs) If Soup Nick was here, he'd be supporting San Antonio. (laughs) We love San Antonio. It's, you know. It's the Mexican New York City. Did you have any more topics? Um, I did the Creek Show. I did the runoffs. I did the. What about the uh, Pflugerville teacher? That got they caught him on tape. He's done. Those ki- Did you watch this video? Yeah. The kids are like laughing because they're like, "Bro, you're getting fired!" Like they were like so happy. You know, they fucking hated that guy. Well, I mean, obviously he. But I want to know what did he say before they turned the camera on? You know. Cause he must he must have been saying some crazy shit, and then they were like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta tape this." Like they're they're making them lean into it. They're like, <laughs> "What do you say? I think my race is the." He was like, "I'm ethnocentric. I think my race is a superior one." Yeah. That's like first of all, that's not what ethnocentric means. Second of all, you can't say that in school, especially in Pflugerville. Camera, every kid has phone. Maybe if you're in Westlake. So what do you think? They're trying to like ban cell phones from the schools hundred percent. No. Can't do that. Because the kids are they're always on them. They won't get off of them. They're like They're actually going to do the thing that the concerts do. The lock, the lock yeah, thing. Like well, then what happens if there's a school shooting? It doesn't matter though, and it's I don't know. I get what you're saying with that school shooting stuff, but the reality is, the kids aren't learning. They're on their phones the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like it's already happening. Like at better schools, like if you like the fancy yeah, school, St. Andrews, whatever, there's no cell phones. They take them away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but they got laptops, like iMessage. Look, I'm not saying it's going to end. I'm just telling you that right now that the hood schools, they're on borrowed time. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. <laughs> Quarry. 
Oh, man. Sending eye messages from the refrigerator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom got a smart toaster. She can't stop me now. Like, it's already happening, like, in real cities. The, the, they're taking the cell phones. The school. It's, 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 this is going to be a, an issue that's going to be building up soon. Where they're going to have, like, a no campus phones or whatever. I'm just uh, I mean, you. phones are going to go out of style anyways, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is, I don't know. We'll my, so my daughter has a watch that she can, like, text or call from. Yeah. I know. That's how the whole thing, they get those Ray-Bans with the hidden cameras now. You seen those? seen those? San Antonio. Only God can judge me. Only God can. Oh, I guess everybody can judge me now because they have cameras everywhere. God damn it. I can't even shoplift anymore. Put it. There's like one person working. I don't blame them. What are you going to do? Get your ass kicked saving somebody from stealing some Rice Krispie treats? You know what I mean? Like, like I don't mind taking an ass whooping, but I don't want to take an ass whooping over some Rice Krispie treats. You know what I mean? Like, pick your battles, you know? <laughs> I love it. I guess this is the end of topics. Okay, topics is over. Topics is over. I kind of miss topics. It was a good time. <laughs> we had a lot of fun there, you know? The journey, the journey of the podcast sometimes is, ah, I love it. Two years. We're on season 25 right now. Uh, what season are we even on? Seven. Seven. <laughs> I love it. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. So your place has been open for? Um, a year, last month. Really? Yeah, I. It doesn't seem like that long. I, I guess. Like, I guess I, I forgot been too. So busy, and then <laughs> just, you know. Congratulations. Yeah, more than a year. And it's been at the same spot by the cellist this whole time. Um. Yeah. So it was inside the beer garden, but then uh, we moved it outside the beer garden. So it's in the parking lot area of the beer garden. Yeah. I see it like there. Caliche. Is it better there for you? Um, at first I was kind of hesitant about it, but it it's been fine. People don't. I mean, it it's still good. So, is there any other trucks in the garden? There's another one that's a pizza spot called Backdraft Pizza. Oh, that's a fancy one. It's expensive. Uh, I guess it's Wasn't pretty it standard. Wasn't pretty standard for like that kind of pizza. That wasn't Backdraft? I don't think so. Backdraft was in their front parking lot, but now they moved back there with where, where I am. Okay. Where's the fancy area. pizza one that's over on 12th Street? Oh, Samataro Pizza? Yeah. That's a food truck, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this right now. 
This town got a little too much fancy pizza. Uh, no. Ne- never going to eat there again. Yeah, me too. I, I, I was telling her that. Yeah. They don't pay Mexicans. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, solidarity with the working class, man. We're, we're Jets Pizza. Jets Pizza? Jets Pizza is Detroit is style. I haven't been there. Pretty good. Yeah, I'll check it out. I think it's South Austin, though. It's on DoorDash. doesn't matter. I need to download DoorDash. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> Sephora is on DoorDash now. Yeah. Fancy. That's fancy. Yeah. Like, bitch, I need some eyeliner. Right? Damn. <laughs> need that black matte I get eyeliner. on favor sometimes, and like, because I live on the east side, I guess, and like, they're like, oh, zero dollar delivery from Wu Chow. And I'm like, ooh, but then I'm like, oh, that's like a hundred dollars worth of food. The fuck am I going to do that? Get one dumpling? Yeah. I'll take three. <laughs> In my neighborhood for zero delivery, I'm always like, three dumplings and a half. $45. <laughs> Then <laughs> <laughs> walk there, Don't pick Julian. it up. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never had Cane's chicken. Never. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Thinking about it. No, this is our our friend Alberto. He's from Italy, and he's like, "You guys, I went to the best restaurant in Austin." And I was like, oh, where'd you go, Uchi? And he's like, no, it's it's called Kane's Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to say this right now. I guess in Italy, they don't, have, they don't do boneless chicken. So he's obsessed with chicken strips, chicken tenders. Like, like he, like he uh, I'm not even kidding you. Like, coming like to America, like his greatest restaurants, like if you ask him his favorite restaurants, like Kane's. Gus is. It's like all like chicken yes. places that sell chicken strips. You know what I mean? It's like the twenty two. It's like it's just all it is. is yeah, amazing. Like it's a, he loves chicken strips, chicken tenders. Like I don't, they don't have that there. Their whole life, like nobody ever fried a chicken in, in Italy that, without the bone. Yeah. So then he was like, "Here, this is great." I'm, I'm not a bones kind of guy. You know about this? I, I like the bone. But see, we kind of grew up in America, so like it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Like he's been living a lie, you know, he's been over there like <laughs> I eat fancy, but no, this is fancy. Like it's a different world. See, I grew up I'm white, so I grew up eating fucking unseasoned chicken breasts and chicken strips and fish sticks. And I just stu- I discovered like chicken thighs a few years ago and I'm like, holy shit. Juicy. Yeah, they're so juicy. What all right. I'm sorry. I spent my entire life. All we ever get was legs and thighs. We never ever got no white meat. No, the only yeah, that's you know, true. Our whole childhood is like, what are we barbecuing? We're gonna do this sausage, legs and thighs. We're gonna do this, this legs. Well, it was more expensive also. So like growing up, also legs and thighs, legs and thighs. Yeah, wings, legs and thighs. Yes, but we never got chicken breast. We never more. got chicken breast because it was expensive. And then so like, as you get older, like it was like. I don't know. It's like to me, chicken breast was like a sign of like nobility, you know, or like no, you know, no, yeah, like, you're not wrong. I was like, mm. I'm like, 
Look at me. I'm king of this whole Game of Thrones fool. I'm eating chicken breast. Yeah, I had friends who were more fortunate, and they had, like, they cooked chicken breast. So I thought that was, like, oh, that's, like. Yeah, you got the drumstick. But when I did finally have chicken breast, or, like, you know, whatever, I was, like, I kind of like the thighs and the legs better. It's just me. Kind of this is juicy. It's like I always wanted it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you never had it. It was just like a dream, you know. See, I I will say kind of cook them right. I don't mind a stewed chicken. Like if I'm gonna do thighs, like I do like them in a like a pollo roast kind of kind of caldo kind of weird ass. I, yeah, I could do. I I don't know what it is, man. Like we do like this really weird vivo. The thing about being a Mexican, every town could be like thirty miles from another town. They do everything different than that other town. Like whatever recipes you live, definitely. You know? So like where I come from, we did do a squash soup, but it's like chicken, squash, carrot. Like everything's really in it, and it's basically a roast pollo without rice. It's just like squash and stuff thrown That's in, good. and it really is good. like a caldo de pollo. Yeah, and it's to me like one of the best things, you know. Caldo calabaza for you or whatever. You yeah, call. yeah. And it was, it's, it was great. And it's still great. And I don't know. We don't really make it over he, up here because, like I said, it's different, you know. Yeah. Stuff. So my great-grandmother would make a caldo de pollo every Sunday in Brownsville. We would go to another Beville, different Beville. Yeah. Um, would go with every Sunday, and she would have caldo de pollo or terres, beef, and – um stack of tortillas from like a local tortilleria nearby called Capistran and like Parvacoa. Um, but yeah, her call was good. Same thing with like the calabaza, different veggies, so potatoes, yeah, pieces of kids, corn. That whole Sunday morning was like, like we would go get a pound of barbacoa, like a half pound of lingua, bunch of tortillas, you know, whatever, and just chop it all up, stuck in on the, you know what I mean? Just make oh yeah, all day. And it was just like so gross, so fucking gross. It was so greasy back then, you know. Like nobody understands. Like you get barbacoa nowadays, and a lot of places like they don't make it like that kind of. Yeah, so that's more like a. It and all that. It it's like, like a different. So there's different barbacoa from different regions. Yeah. And some people use like, like other cuts of meat. Like yeah. I grew up eating, um, like the whole head. Yeah, so, so that's, that's how like we do it. yeah. So yeah, like all, like all that whole area, like you, South you, Texas. Yeah, like it's South funny because like um, New Mexico, they use like pork. For their barbacoa, yeah, or like th- they use like, like the beef shoulder and butt and like different parts of it. Um, but in South Texas, I don't know what it is. It's only cow head. Oh yeah, you bury it in the ground, let it sit all night. In the morning, you barbacoa and pozo. Yeah, there's a spot. Feel it. There's a spot in Brownsville, in like a little like kind of area part of Brownsville called Southmost, and um, there's a restaurant called uh, Vera's back- Backyard Barbecue. They're the only um, place in the states that does their barbacoa legally underground. They kind of like gr- got grandfathered into it whenever they, you know. Yeah. Oh, the Beagle place closed do down. There used to be one place in Beagle that did. Yeah, that's like cool. Like my childhood, but like they don't. They, I mean, another problem was these kind of restaurants are only open on the weekends. Yeah. Because in those small towns, like people don't really, they would you don't eat out because you would only eat out that Sunday morning, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. we would go to church, and my dad would go get the stuff and get home and it's just there. I don't know. Yeah. It's a different time. It's a different time period, a different space of, you know. But you're right. Like, nobody does that unless you do it yourself. 
Yeah, so when we first opened, I was trying to do barbacoa by the pound, but um, since it was just me doing everything, and we do all tortillas from scratch and everything, like it's like, it's super difficult, like just so much work, so I had to kind of scale back the menu and take off barbacoa off the menu, so yeah, maybe we'll do like events. Because I mean, it's just, I mean, it's tough. You got to slow cook it, and then you got to peel it, and I don't know. It's, it's definitely a yeah, but yeah, that spot's still there. Well, we do it right. It's great. Barbecue. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it's like doing it right. Yeah, we. I started off um, selling it by the pound with like a pound of that, a stack of tortillas, salsa, like all the stuff on the side, yeah. and um, I did it for a few weeks, and then I just kept like, like I couldn't hold on to it because I would it would just sell out really quickly, and then people get upset that I didn't have any. I was like, well, what do you want to do? Like. Everyone's just asking for it. Yeah, I can't just snap my fingers and it happens. You know, I'm not, I don't have like a ton of workers. You know what I mean? Like, it's just me. What kind of sauce you make for it? Sausage? Sauce. Oh, sauce. Uh, Just the two sauces that I have, uh, Oroja and Verde. So the the green ones made up from jalapeno and the red ones, Chile de Arbol. Vivel, the place I grew up, they they had like a specific green sauce just for barbacoa. Like, you know, when you got your pan, whenever you would have bought it, you would get that sauce and like everybody would hide in their houses like kids too. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you only get it one day of the fucking week. Like it's hilarious. Everybody was like, you got to do that sauce? Nah, man. I saw your grandma at the steak. Do you speak cool, dude? You know, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. You know, like everyone was hiding it. That's hilarious. I always knew it was that good, but it's just like, just the, the idea of it, it created like its own. Yeah. Like, it you know what I mean? Like The elusive salsa. Exactly. One day. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Get extra, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, everyone's all about that. That's funny. I know. It, I don't know. I I do miss a lot of that kind of of Mexican culture in a sense. Cause I mean, you live in the city. I sometimes feel like we have lost a little bit of that. It's that whole like small town. Like yeah, we eat this this day. We eat Easter. We do the goat. We yeah. do this on this. Tamales for all the major holidays, no matter yeah. what. I try to keep <laughs> some of that kind of alive with us because I don't have too much family here in Austin anymore. They've all kind of like moved everywhere. And a lot of my friends that were from back home or um, that are also like Mexican or Latino of some sort, they've all kind of like moved away also to different states and they'll do yeah, their yeah. own thing as well. So um, at least during the holidays. The I journey. To, yeah, the journey of life, I guess, yeah. right? Um, I try to do some things like on the holidays, I make buñuelos. Um, we try to do certain things during the holidays, maybe tamales or whatever. But it's also just hard because like you try to run the restaurant in yeah. general and just like it's, it's a lot of work. Everything's a lot of work. Huh? I feel like I'm hogging up the question. A, l- a little bit. Um, question. Do hard. you have like aspirations to go brick and mortar, or are you gonna just, just like cold chilling in the trailer? No. Um. Uh. Definitely, that is something that. I want to do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see when. Um, but shooting for that for sure. Awesome. Finding the right spot is always tough. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Money, money, money. What <laughs> was <laughs> right? What was your journey like? Like from the like when you decided you were going to open your own spot to like getting open. What was that like? Um, I'm stressful. Yeah. I don't think anything is like that when you're opening up a business or. Wanted to open mm-hmm. your own place for years. Yeah, I have been. I mean, so it had been something I wanted to do for a while, but um, I had also 
contemplated whether I wanted to open a bataqueria in Austin just because it's very saturated with a lot of local places everywhere. Oh, there's definitely yeah, there's which is good and bad, but I think I guess mostly good. Um, but I was just you know, I, I feel confident in myself, but at the same time, I always have that like impending doubt. You know, in the back of my mind, always like. With, I feel like right now but there's so many famous like mixta, where it's a like all yeah, these yeah, like yeah. Latino spots already that are like, you know, kind of like in the public light, and I'm not saying that they're good or bad, but I feel like they could be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've never been to mixta. <laughs> my buddy actually does the uh, masa program there. He's uh he's from the valley, from Rio Grande Valley. Super cool kid. Um, he was actually at the trailer today because we had a little photo shoot, and I, so I invited some people to come over really quick to just like eat some tacos, just enjoy <laughs> time together. <laughs> you were just talking shit about Nisa, and now you want to hang no, out with the masa <laughs> guy. I want to eat his tacos for free, like photo um, op. <laughs> 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 you um, see me in soup neck now, sitting there like a soup neck. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> a dream, you know? <coughs> That's hilarious. That's why I was at your spot. I got, like, four tacos. I should have got five. But then certain individuals that are sitting with me judge me when I get too many tacos. That's all. Uh, I don't judge. We don't judge. <laughs> I'm just looking out for your health. But yeah, um, so it was, <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was interesting. So I had, I was telling uh, Ruben earlier that I, so I had, I mean, I was baking cookies um, when the big, at the beginning, at the beginning of the pandemic to you know, make money because I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. My, my partner was still in school. So, you know, we got to do what we got to do. It's so that, yeah, yeah I, I mean, that Gaeta was just like, uh, you know, it was straight hustle like it wasn't to do something cool or interesting it was just like i need to i need to make some money oh man, um, but they were great i loved it well, yeah, yeah they were good, so good. <laughs> yeah. of course they were good but um and I, and I like baking and stuff but it, it always it's different when it's like uh, everything's out of necessity you know what i mean yeah. um but it ended up doing really good and we got some like um national and local press which was cool and i think that enabled me to like make connections with certain people and through that, you know, I was able to avenue my way into, like, you know, possibly opening up a food trailer. And I was trying to think of what I wanted to do. And, like I said, I was hesitant about opening up a taqueria just because, like, there's a lot of taquerias here in, ta- in Austin. But went ahead and went for it. Tried out, you know. Yeah. So far, so good. I don't think we can ever have too many tacos. No. It's just... I, I, I mean, I, I'll be a little nervous just because you're right, though. There are so many. I mean, there are, there are a lot, but you drive around the town and you're just like, there's such. But you're doing something that's like a little bit different from yeah, what I really everyone w- else is doing. So I think that helps. Yeah. I really wanted to represent the Rio Grande Valley yeah. as much as I could in South Texas just because there's nothing like that here. Like, there's some good tacos. I've had some great tacos here. Don't get me wrong. Um, there's always that battle of like Austin, San Antonio, yeah. but it's like, no, nah, go, 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 go more south. <laughs> yeah. But oh, it's funny because I saw like there's like a top um, 10 taco cities 
and like a bunch of Cali and Arizona and of course San Antonio and Austin. But I was like, y'all never even thinks about like crazy like Kingsville Corpus. Dude, the like the taco, the tacos at the stripes in South Padre are like better <laughs> the than the Q like, taco. Every, yeah, that's an iconic. I love the Q uh, taco. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like where I come from, Beville, like you can get tacos everywhere, and half the time, mm, yeah. they're all good. Like you're just like in shock sometimes. Like, it's like everyone's just killing it, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and so they're like cheap and monstrous. Too, <laughs> that's how, you know how it is. Oh yeah. Uh, so I wanted to kind of just like you know represent that, and then. You know, also do tortillas from scratch and all that good stuff. Taco wise, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, San Antonio has some crazy good tacos, but also has some good tacos. But you also got to go to some of the, like, like, um, like all up North Lamar. There's some really good tacos there. Yeah, tacos at Charlie, Carnitas Cuero. Like, I actually, been wanting to go up North Lamar to check out some of these Vietnamese spots. There's one spot that we've been meaning to go. It's actually literally walking, kind of walking distance from my apartment, but it's off of Dasau and Parmer area. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's in the plaza. There's like a gas station, a laundromat, and like some like random event space. And then there's like this Vietnamese spot. Um, I was actually taking a lift, and he's the the driver was like, he's like, hey, do you like Vietnamese food? I was like, yeah, I love it. And he was like, go to this place, eat their pho. It's the best pho in town. Okay. Cool. Like some place North Lamar, I cannot think of the name because I'm such a terrible person. And they say that it's like, like the spot to go to up there. I, I think it's in that, ch- that Chinese, um, kind of like that super center. You know, is it? It might be on the other side of that on Breaker and Lamar, but like you take a right on yeah. Lamar and right there, because he also told me that spot there was like just as good, kind of. Okay, so. I was talking about the one on Breaker and Lamar across the street, the, the whole shopping center. Yeah, there's like I a there's like a there's like a taqueria and like a uh, a Mexican mart there. Yeah. I think um, I can't remember. Because uh, blah, blah, like this is so many spots in this town that nobody even knows about, and like North Lamar's got a hundred of them. My in friend place. Lenny has an Instagram, um, and she's always posting some of the best like Asian restaurants in Austin. And they're all really good. Yeah. What's her Instagram? Uh, I don't know by memory. I'm the worst with names. Yeah, yeah. I'll get that for y'all. Sure. Your podcast. My podcast. Your I, my friend and I had Carlos. Your seven inch podcast, records that you're dropping. My what? Your, your music video. <laughs> your <laughs> music video. We are going to need the hair routine for sure. Eats and eats in nudes. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. She's super cool. Yeah. with my hair. <laughs> I don't know, it just kind of happened. I've been grain since I was 19. Um, but now I'm like really grain. It's crazy if my hair is like, um, like when I get up in the morning when my hair is like dried from like the shower before in the night or whatever, it's just like super gray. Yeah, it's fine. You're not old, Ruben. Forty, turning forty-two in Friday. I cut my own hair. You cut your own hair? Damn. Yeah, I had to. So I, I, uh, when the pandemic happened, it was just getting rowdy. I was like, "Damn, I need to cut this hair." 
And so I was like, look at some YouTube videos. <laughs> Tried it. And it looked insane. Like, and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. No one's going to see me. Just me and Rochelle, you know, hanging out with our dogs. So I was like, it's cool. You know, if I do go out somewhere, I'll just put a hat on or something. Um, but it took a long time <laughs> for me to get okay at it. Still struggling. The back's kind of funny, probably. But that's fine. It's just hair. <laughs> want, me to, want me to cut your hair, Ruben? Yes. I'll cut your hair. Right here on the show. <laughs> ne- next time we're cutting Ruben's hair on the show. Yes, on camera. On camera. Yes. Multiple cameras. <laughs> multiple cameras. <laughs> Camera on the scissors. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the taca is called Con Todo. Um, so we're at Celis Brewery in the back of their beer garden. Uh, the Instagram handles uh, TX. Um, that's it. We love those tacos. Good tacos. So I'm good. trying. Yeah, and weather. Weather's really weird. Why is it cold right now? Ah. Uh, I do, I but hate it. it got too cold today. Yeah. Real quick. The sun came out for a second, and I started feeling warm. I was like, this is going to be good weather today. And all of a sudden, it was like, gotcha. Clouds. Oh, Sunday was gorgeous. You're slammed Sunday. Yeah. So you're closed on Tuesdays? Mondays and Tuesdays. Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, we do uh, close sometimes for different events, depending. Right. We're trying to staff up that way we can not be closed during events. Uh, we open from 3 to 10, unless we sell out, which happens. We don't mean to do it, but we get super busy sometimes. Um, and then weekends on Saturday and Sunday, we open from 12 to 9 until we sell out. Yeah. Good, busy. Is your Tired. One cook still Hungry. missing in action? Uh, yeah, um, definitely. Still in the hospital? No, no, no. He's he's back at home. He's doing a lot better from what I hear, so that's good. Okay. I would love to have him back sometimes. So. Yeah, he's doing good though. He's Multiple like a lot better. Yeah. So. That's good. good. Yeah, for sure. But I did hire. I hired one person, uh, last week. Okay. Yeah, he's doing really good already. So. That's great. That's good. It's, it's help for sure, but need a couple more hands. All so. Business. Yeah. <clears throat> but man, if like it hurts, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. It's town, tough out there. Yeah, it is rough. You know, I would I would love to like offer more, you know, as far as like benefits go and stuff like that. But being a small business right away, you can't just offer that right off the bat. You know what I mean? We don't have. Um, you have like to have like the numbers. Means that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that bigger companies do here in town. Like, oh yeah, we got you with this, 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 and this. So it's like. That's 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 the competition. I feel. Not the talk.
the fuck? Ruben, what's your favorite taco in town right now? What? Yeah. What's your favorite taco? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of doing Qantas a little bit. I think it's a really good taco. Yeah, they're good. Um, I've also been doing this place that Mary goes to for breakfast tacos called Mitralita. What's your... Murder. It's called Murder Corner. Austin Chronicle wrote a little thing about them, and they were like, can Mitralita survive Murder Corner? And it's like, first of all, we were, no one called it that until yeah. now. And well, so they made t-shirts that said, I survived Murder Corner. <laughs> That's awesome. I was there the other day. That's where it was just like the dude's working, his wife's in the kitchen making it, and like they had their 11-year-old like yeah. bussing tables, like pissed off, like <sighs> – Get that table. No, please. <sighs> and then there's like a guy in the parking lot with like with like no legs who will hustle you for a taco because it's like, you, okay, you don't have any legs. I'll buy you a taco, you know? <laughs> 11 year old, like on her phone, like, I don't know. <sighs> what? I'll clean it. I'll clean it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like crazy. That's funny. But it's, it's good and it's, it's affordable and it's just like, it's crazy. <laughs> the menu's getting bigger I'll check somehow. It out. But I don't really understand how. It's like, I'll I don't check know. It it's kind of funny. It really, like I said, I sometimes the wife's up front, so I think he's cooking. Like I don't, It's just like the three of them. Or like maybe a grandma somewhere prepping. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired of y'all. Like, it's the best. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll go check I it out. Like I mean, I I love all tacos. I do want to check out that weird place. Is that a taco place? Though? No, no it's like a Mexican seafood. Mexican seafood. Uh, by Chef Ramin, it does a suerte. Oh yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I go to Michalita like every weekend. That's not Michalita. fancy. Yeah. Um, trailer. I guess they still have that. a trailer too. I don't. And no one knows the truth on that. Have you been to Discover? Yeah, I have. Yes. I love them. They're good, too. Um, I like they just do one taco really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty much sucks. Now, but yeah. they gotta, uh, they've, like, they've come a few times. That's like a trailer... Like, I guess, because their trailer's kind of on the corner, you know? Yeah, they're, they're on 12th Street. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious in a way. They got hit, but I was like, oh, that's crazy. That, that sucks. Happened. Yeah. Yeah, they've come a few times. Is there any kind of graffiti or vandalism going on over there in your area? In our area? Yeah. Um, We've been broken into a couple times, for sure. It's weird. Like, they don't... Uh, There's no money. I don't. Because of that. So they're just they're but just looking for nothing or there's a there's a bunch of people that pass by that that um we're stealing that have scoped out the place for sure. Um <laughs> but I think yeah. maybe they also know that we don't take cash, so no one messes with us really anymore. Yeah. But um I mean there's been a l I mean every restaurant I know has been 
there's been break-ins. Like, oh, yeah. All over. The whole east side of the is Last says last time we got broken into, um, we have we do take cash and we have this little safe that's like mounted on the wall, and they pulled it off the wall and I had gone to the bank like the day before, so there was no cash in there. Ooh. <laughs> you did all that work for nothing, man. Sucks to suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> Any, anytime you take cash, you just leave a little note that says "sucker." <laughs> <laughs> Where? It's like on the east side. Like, this is the old Jacoby. They have a pizza place. Mm, I have no idea. Where Mons is from. Where Mons are Soup and a bread bowl. No. I've never been there. Yeah. I'm actually not the biggest fan of Where Mons, but I'm going to go because I feel bad and they're, uh, they're closing soon. Yeah, so support months. the little little guys. I guess somebody bought the building. Did they own the building or do they have a lease? I think somebody got the lease. Yeah, that kind of stuff's gonna keep happening on the east side. Yeah, it's like sucks. it's like the fourth wave of gentrification, you know. So it's gonna be like, I, I figured it's gonna be a bar. Wine bar. It was a Tejano bar, and then it became a white Na- natural shop. wine bar. It's hilarious because <laughs> the restroom. The original oh really? Oh, the men's restroom. Yeah. Will you take a picture of it next yeah. time you go in there? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to kill. White, tough to kill. White horse still can't get rid of it. Oh my god. They can't get rid of it. There's a couple white other horse. places. I haven't been to White Horse in well, years. You know, Lost Well can never get rid of it. That La- was a terrible Mexican <coughs> bar when it was open. The last time I went to White Horse, um, my buddy was in town from New York, and we were playing pool and drinking, and some guy was at the bar, took a shot, and then started running out the door. But as he's passing by the pool table, he just vomit barfs all over my friend. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> it's gross. Oh, maybe running his tab though. He was running to throw up. Yeah, he was running to throw up. Um, but as he was running out, he was trying to jump in the car, and some guy was trying to pull him out. Insane. Oh, and your poor friend is just sitting there like. Yeah, he was pretty mad. I don't blame him. You already smell like Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, he wanted me to help him get it off his back, but I was like almost throwing it up myself. So oh, like, no, I can't yeah, do can't do that. Much. Like, I would have took his shirt off. Me, right me and me and throw up don't. Uh, I don't go. Do it. I don't like bad smells. Yeah, I could do well to a point. This thing gets to me. I'm like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. Uh, that's why I could never no bueno. work in the medical field. Projects you're thinking about pop up. <sighs> um, I have some things in mind. Um, trying to work them out, but I know for the holidays I'm probably gonna sell Buñuelos, you know, by ready the for, ready for that. by yes. the six pack. Um, probably some holiday stuff. I really want to do tamales, but it's a lot of work. That's we'll see. That's a lot of work. Um, we'll and see what happens. Sell out fast, pretty fast too. Probably. Yeah. With a dozen, you I know. Yeah, I made some pan de muerto. I made some pan de muerto for Dia de Muertos, and those like went really quick. So we'll see, but definitely for the holidays, buñuelos. Con todo. 
con todo. Con todo, taquería de con todo. Los tacos de con todo. Miss you too, Ruben. It's been a while. Yeah, she said hi. She told me to tell you hi. It's Wait, will you tell the soup next story real quick? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay, so uh, that's how I met Ruben and Joey. Yes. And a few others. Um, was <laughs> I was working at a cheesy factory. Um, so one day, so there's this pea soup, and it's green, very green. And um, I'm walking with both of no, no, I had like a couple of them in my hands, walking to a, a table, and Joey's next to me, walking with me, talking about something. Who knows? And um, there's like a dot of parsley in each bowl, like in the middle. And so he's going like this to my soup, like if the parsley was nipples. <laughs> 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 and I was like, Joey, get away, Joey. And he was like, what? And he still kept doing it as I'm walking. I'm, we're nearing the table. And I was like, Joey, get away. I went like that. And I don't know what I did. And the soup splashed. And it went all over his neck. So we had, and we, at the time, if you go now, they wear black uniforms. Yeah, for white. good reason. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it was like white. Literally white shirt, white apron, white pants, white shoes. White gloves. Um, we, and there was no white gloves. <laughs> Imagine. That would <laughs> insane. Anyways, um, so it was all this green soup all over his collar and his neck. And um, I don't know if it was Ruben or me or somebody was like, ha, soup neck. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just like stuck with him there. And the he whole shift, he had that stupid stain. Stain on his neck. So we kept calling him soup neck. He's going to be so mad at this. Um, he, he, he would get so upset. And um, and another funny kind of story uh, with the whole soup neck thing. Um, I had friends in town for South by, and um, we were at Sinote on Cesar Chavez, and so we're sitting down, and I'm telling my friend Mark, I was like, "Oh yeah, my friend soup neck's coming," and I just for some reason which that came out of my mouth. Yeah, and um, so we're we're sitting there on the on the couch and. He thought I said Sunesh. And so he was like, who is this, like, woman? Like, <laughs> for whatever reason, his brain thought, like, it, it was, it, yeah, so I'm like, yeah. So he, so he was, like, thinking in his head, like, oh, man, like, I got to meet this girl. And then um, Joey walks in, and I was like, what's up, Soup Neck? And he realized, he said, he's like, oh, Soup Neck. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> So that's a uh, soup neck story. Love it. Joey soup neck Patton. <laughs> Everybody in the middle of the cheesecake factory. So stupid. I never. I honestly. Joey. I figured he got soup on his neck. I never knew the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> it's funnier than I imagined. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bright green. It was probably like a more like baby poop green. But yeah. I mean, it nonetheless left that green stain on his collar. And oh my god! Or people sneaking tequila and drinking in the side room there in the hallway where there's like the they store like chairs and stuff. Crazy times. Crazy times. That was it. Was it the best? 
Of course. That's great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it.